0: It's The In Show, Australia's only show dedicated to innovation from Adelaide, Australia and across the globe. Another week, another podcast. It's David Grice and Troy Sincock and we're talking innovation, chatting to startups and entrepreneurs and basically just being inspired by people's big ideas but ones that they put into action.
1: Definitely. And this week I'm really excited, Troy, because we just found out that we're in 42 countries now.
0: How on earth did that happen? Here we are in little old Adelaide, South Australia, putting this content together each and every week,
1: and there's people in all corners of the globe that are checking it out. Absolutely. San Francisco is actually the city that's listening to us the most. So thank you to all those people in San Francisco that are taking the time to listen to us. Was there one country that sort of took you
0: by a surprise?
1: Yeah, Ghana. It, it just goes to show that, um, you know, innovation is just happening everywhere around us. It
0: definitely is. Well, let's find out about some of the things happening all around the world. Here is Claire with more in news for us this week, including a story about a company which is working with an animal shelter to adopt out their dogs using music. What else have you got for us, Claire?
2: Hi, guys. This week I'll be talking about the unsafe nature of digital technology. But first, a new era of air travel is upon us and it's hypersonic. Aerospace companies around the world are developing planes that travel at hypersonic speeds. They've already been working on supersonic air travel, which is a form of transportation that moves faster than the speed of sound. In the air, the speed of sound is about 350 metres per second in 40-degree heat. Boom Supersonic is attempting to break the sound barrier by making a plane that can get you from New York to London in just over three hours in 2023. But for others, including Boeing and Lockheed Martin, supersonic isn't good enough. They're creating a hypersonic aircraft that travels five times faster than the speed of sound. These planes will most likely be used by militaries to carry out strike and observation missions. Don't worry though, experts believe this technology will be used in commercial planes in the next 15 to 20 years. New downfalls of using digital technology have been discovered after an Australian student used data released by a fitness tracker app to locate US military bases. The app, called Strava, anonymises their users' data, which includes cycling and jogging routes, to develop a heat map of global activity. The maps that have been released reveal information about where the military bases are located, what the layout is like, and even details the routes of the military personnel. It is so detailed that it's possible to identify Identify individuals location data seems to be one of the biggest privacy issues at the moment other apps including snapchat Facebook and Twitter have functions that share your location data which can let people know where you are or when you're not at home plus even if our settings aren't on public the location data recorded by apps on your smartphone can possibly still reveal where we go or what we buy Fitness bands with motion sensors are also capable of recording where we are. Experts believe the best way to protect your private data is to switch off each app's ability to record data streams and download apps that encrypt your calls and texts. Music streaming service Spotify is working with an animal shelter in Germany to help adopt out their dogs by showcasing the pooch's favourite tracks. Yes, that's... real. The project is called Adoptify and its aim is to increase the awareness about the shelter's dogs that are waiting for their forever homes. Every dog has their own profile online with a custom playlist of songs they enjoy the most. To find out what tunes each dog prefers, the shelter staff experimentally play different genres. Just like humans, music helps dogs relax and lower their stress levels. It can also hype them up and excite them. The Adoptify project was inspired by lab research that dis proved a common dog myth originally it was thought canines preferred classical music but a recent study undertaken by the university of glasgow teaming with the scottish spca revealed the dogs have their own preferences in fact the study found that reggae music was the most popular the shelter hopes the initiative will connect dogs with people who have like-minded tastes in music i wonder if snoop Dogg is popular with the canines and that's what's in news this week
0: Thanks, Claire. Well, David, isn't that incredible to think that you could uh, effectively choose a dog based on the music they like?
1: I just want to know how they worked out how to study whether they liked it or not, and how what, you know what what gave them the uh, ability to understand that the dog actually appreciated that music or not.
0: Yeah, like what is it that in their response to the music that has them go? Yeah, they're really into this. Mm, maybe, maybe they're just not putting their paws over their ears or something like that.
1: You know? <laughs> maybe they're just wag- wagging their tails and wiggling around a lot. And what about that song you know that was produced ages ago called "Who Let the Dogs Out"? Who let- I wonder how they respond to that one.
0: Wouldn't it be fun? Well, there is actually barking in that song too, isn't it? Like yeah, I the think chorus so, yeah. is sort of you know, it sounds like barking.
1: It's, yeah, well, it's, you know,
0: there's <laughs> probably some subliminal message in there somewhere. But what a, what an innovative way to do it. I mean, uh, I suppose that it, it just it is an innovation, isn't it? It just gives that shelter another point of difference. And if the dogs genuinely are responding to that music, it sets you up in a way that you can you know you can build the relationship with the dog. Quicker, potentially. Yeah,
1: matchmaking really, isn't it? And in, in, in sense of um, just making sure that the, that the dog will be comfortable in the home it's going in, especially if they're music lovers and reggae lovers. So we find out is the most popular.
0: Yeah. So if you're a fan of Bob Marley, you effectively will be a dog magnet. You could choose uh, any dog, and it's probably going to work out for you.
1: Absolutely. Or if you live in the Bahamas, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> David Gryce and Troy Sincock on the In Show podcast and tomorrow we've got a,
0: an incredible interview for you. A lady who is just so passionate about what she's up to. Yeah, it's Adelaide
1: Fringe time again. Troy and Heather Kroll who's the CEO and Director of the Adelaide Fringe is going to join us and you never believe what they're doing. They're doing all of these new things around innovation and using gaming concepts and different things like that to engage audiences in new ways and it's really just broadening the whole horizon of what the festival's all about.
0: Yeah, you know once upon a time when you thought of the arts it felt sort of stuffy and only for the elite and- It was was classical music and it was traditional theatre. What they're doing there
1: with the Adelaide Fringe, basically any idea could become a performance. Absolutely. And also, Adelaide Fringe is the second largest fringe festival on the planet next to the Edinburgh Festival. Well, you can hear all about what's
0: going on around us at the Adelaide Fringe with Heather tomorrow on the next In Show podcast. The In Show News. Subscribe to the In Show podcast on iTunes. at Dave and the Beanstalk production.